Darkcast Network. The light shines brightest on our indie podcasts. This episode will discuss sensitive and potential triggering topics including violence, abuse, and trauma, and will contain details and descriptions of crimes and events that some listeners may find offensive, disturbing, and or distressing. This episode may not be appropriate for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hola, my beautiful humans. This is Jasmine Castillo. And this is MW. Bringing awareness of murdered and missing indigenous women, girls, two spirits, the LGBTQ community, Asian American, Native Hawaiian, Pacific Islander, Black indigenous people of color. These are their stories. So, welcome to Hands Off, my podcast. As incredible as it may be, There is no single description of a missing adult that is taken by police and other agencies working to locate missing persons in Canada. The Canadian Centre for Information on Missing Adults, also known as CCIMA, defines a missing adult as a person who is of 18 years of age or older at the time of disappearance, whose whereabouts are unknown, and that there is a concern for the person's safety or well-being. Each year, police record over 100,000 missing persons in Canada alone. In the overwhelming majority of cases, missing persons are located within a very short period of time, usually within a few days of disappearance. Sometimes the missing person is located by police, but often the person returns home on her or his accord. In some cases, several factors may contribute to a person's disappearance, either an adventure or accident victim, unintentional disappearance, mental health issue, or foul play suspicious circumstances. Regardless of the reason for this disappearance, the trauma that family and friends experience is tremendous. In 2021, British Columbia had the highest number of missing adults reported per capita, with 258 reports per 100,000 people followed by Manitoba at 152 reports. Nunavut had the lowest, with only five reports per 100,000 people. And here are some quick facts. 56% of missing adults reported in 2021 were involved males. 65% of adults who wandered off in 2021 were males. 53% of all missing persons reported all sexes, adults and children, involved adults. 60% of missing adults reported in 2021 were removed within 24 hours, while 89% were removed within a week. And the ones who do not fall in those percentages are the Jane and John Doe's of Canada. This is part two of their stories. Rosedale Jane Doe On May 2, 2022, police responded to a call in the Castle Frank Road and Dale Avenue area at around 4.45 p.m. outside of a home. Now, based on a police report, a little girl estimated age between 4 to 7 years old. Her body was left there somewhere between noon 
on April 28th and on May 2nd. Toronto police say they are actively looking at several missing person cases as they try to piece together the identity of a little girl whose body was found in a red-colored dumpster. On Wednesday, May 4th, forensic teams went through the home where the red dumpster was located in front of. With a fine-tooth comb, investigators were trying to narrow down the possibility that there could be a possible match or link to this little girl. However, there are challenges in properly identifying this child in such a case. The Office of Forensic Pathology worked on the remains to try to get more answers as to when the child died and how. Investigators also looked into evidence such as dental records to help identify her. Police have described the girl as black or African or mixed African descent. She had all her teeth and was about three foot six with a thin build and black curly hair that was in four short ponytails, two of which were braided and secured with black and blue elastic bands. Her remains were wrapped in a crochet blanket inside a plastic bag. That bag was wrapped in a colored blanket. Eerily, this little girl was not wearing any features of clothing at the time of discovery. Police had released an image of that blanket in hopes of triggering someone's memory. Toronto police say it is unlikely that this little girl, who remains were found in a Rosedale construction dumpster, was never reported missing. Toronto police have received quite a handful of tips on the case, yet they urge anyone else with further information to come forward as well. There was also a vehicle of interest that was captured on video stopping in the area of the dumpster on April 28th at 10.26 p.m. However, on June 15th, the police issued a news release saying that the investigators located the vehicle and had spoken to the driver and had found that this driver is not involved in the investigation. If you have any information on this case, please contact any of the following OPP Ontario Centre for Missing Persons in Unidentified Remains at 1-877-934-6363 or Toronto Police Service 416-808-7411. I will have the additional information like website and reference case numbers in the show notes. Clarington Jane Doe, also known as Bowmanville Jane Doe 2006 or Ontario Jane Doe. On October 27, 2006, while harvesting dogwood plants, a man found human remains in a marshy field near the Darlington Nuclear Plant, near the Darlington Nuclear Plant in Bowmanville, Ontario, Canada. This location was isolated and undeveloped for anyone to go through. It was just close enough to the roads, but yet too far for any hiker to stumble upon. The police didn't find all of the bones since animals have ravaged a body, but they did retrieve a skull. According to Durham Regional Police, the woman is likely between 18 and 25 years old. While investigators originally believed that the victim was either Caucasian or of indigenous descent, but with new genetic genealogy provided by the DNA Doe Project, they suggested that the victim is actually of African or Southeast Asian descent. 
Investigators believe that while the deceased was found in 2006, she may have died any time between 1980 and 2004. The cause of death was not determined, but remains suspicious. Here's a little bit more information about her appearance. One of her front teeth slightly wider than the other. She had visible white fillings on front teeth and small silver fillings in some of her back teeth. Prominent upper and lower teeth that stuck out. The upper teeth stuck out more than the lower teeth. Her nose seemed to be well-heeled nasal fracture at midpoint of the nose, located where nasal bones end and the soft part of the nose begins. As a result of being set, her healed nose fracture would not be obvious unless someone who knew her at the time saw her during the healing process or if she mentioned it, possibly the result of trauma or a rhinoplasty. A man's shirt was located nearby. It was labeled the Blue Rodeo, which was discontinued after a copyright infringement was claimed by the Canadian band of the same name and it was sold through tip-top tailors between 1995 and 1996. A ladies' digital watch with a stainless steel strap, manufactured by Omni Watch Company in early 1980s, sold exclusively through consumers distributing between 1981 and 1983. She had a single garnet stone with diamonds on either side, a ring size 9.5. The garnet is the birthstone for January. Possibly, our unknown woman was born in January. Inside the band stamped by Burns. The word Burns led investigators to believe it was sold by Burns Jewelers, which is a family-run business that operated between 1923 and 1994. The store was located on Simcoe Street in Oshawa, if you have any additional information on Clarentine Jane Doe, please do contact Durham Regional Police Service Major Crime Homicide Unit at 905-579-1520. Toronto Jane Doe 2019 Now I came across this Jane Doe and even though they don't identify her as a person of color, she seems to come across based on her sketch with a possibility of indigenous ancestry. So I'm just going to attempt to tell her story. So they did release sketches of this woman's face along with photos of the clothes she was wearing. Yet there is no RCMP file. No poster was ever created. On June 7, 2019, a woman's body was found in Toronto's North End and police are asking for your help identifying her. She was found in the area of Donlins Avenue and Millwood Road, which was a steep bridge in the area, in the early morning hours of June 7th. I do have a link to the Google Map location. Police say she didn't have any ID on her, and they weren't able to figure out her name. Investigators say she is between 33 and 50 years old, with a slim build and short, straight brown hair. She is between 4 foot 8 and 5 feet 2, weighs around 88 pounds, and has no scars, marks, or tattoos. They say she had all her natural teeth, wore prescription eyeglasses, and seemed to take good care of herself. She was wearing a green winter coat, gray knitted toque, a blue t-shirt with heart-shaped patterns, a blue hoodie, blue track pants, and brown knee-high blondo leather boots. 
officers are looking for a caregiver or next of kin. Anyone with any information should call the police at 416-808-5500 or Crime Stoppers at 416-222-TIPS. Windsor Jane Doe, 1982. On April 25, 1982, a woman's body was discovered in the Detroit River near Maple Leaf Mills Processing. They estimated her time of death between April 11th through the 24th of 1982, based on her estimation of being in the water. There is little information available for Windsor Doe. However, we know she was a young black woman aged 25 to 45 years old. Also, she was small, standing only 5 foot 1. Windsor had black and curly hair with a tattoo. The tattoo is on her right mid-thigh of a bullseye with the word lots or let's. The tattoo might be a homemade one. Medically, she had a thoracotomy scar on her left chest with a metal surgical sutures about 42 centimeters. This procedure was well healed and went through her fourth and fifth ribs. Windsor Doe's clothing wore a light blue waist-length button-down jacket with a burn mark on the right sleeve, beige short-sleeved shirt and beige and red checkered pants with an elastic waistband. Gray socks and a blue coat with a single clap were all brought with her to the medical examiner. At that time, they were not sure if the coat was hers. Edmonton, Jane Doe, 1975. On June 30, 1975, Edmonton was discovered in the North Saskatchewan River near the Beverly neighborhood of Edmonton, Canada. She also has very little information, but the condition of her body is not well documented. We know that she is aged at 18 to 30 years old and was 5 feet 3 inches to 5 feet 6 inches at 101 to 110 pounds. Edmonton was First Nations. She had black hair with brown eyes. Medically, she had extensive dental work with visible decay on her teeth. She has three scars, an X on her left wrist and another one on her right wrist. Edmonton Jane Doe had a pink and white horizontally striped sweater, a white bra, white panties, brown shorts, purple pantyhose, and white running shoes with a blue stripe around the upper edge of the sole. Edmonton Doe has several face sketches available. I will have all her information in the show notes. Thank you for listening to Hands Off My Podcast. If you are enjoying the podcast and you'd like to support the mission, I do have a Patreon membership that will help the cause and bring more detail on cases and stories from the people of color community. If you yourself has a lost loved one or a story suggestion, please don't hesitate to contact me at email. Handsoffmypodcast at gmail.com And if you are only able to support in another way, please give this podcast a 5-star rating on Apple or Spotify and continue to listen to upcoming episodes every Thursday, wherever you listen to your podcast. Dios te envidiga.